Welcome to American Road Trip Talk, where you meet the people behind the stories in American Road Magazine. My name is Foster Brown. 2016 will mark the official anniversary of our numbered highway system. Up to 1926, the process of naming and building and publicizing a stretch of roadway was very much a local affair. The results were often confusing, if pleasantly familiar to the people who drove the roads. The name trails served a valuable purpose in their day, but they began to pass into history when the American Association of State Highway Officials adopted the U.S. numbered highway system on November the 11th, 1926. In our spring 2014 issue, the column Friends in the Fast Lane highlighted the efforts of the Solomon Valley U.S. 24 Association to rediscover one of those named highways, the Midland Trail. We spoke with Joan Nothern about those efforts in an earlier podcast. In this podcast, we're going to reach back into our archives for a conversation from the spring of 2011 issue with another leader in the movement to recreate those highways. Mike Conlon, a mapmaker by trade and one of the people behind the recreation of the Jefferson Highway. This remarkable ribbon of highway stretched from north of the U.S. border in Canada all the way to the muggy Gulf Coast and New Orleans. Today's interview is brought to you by the Illinois Road 66 Scenic Byway, where the mother road begins. From famous roadside restaurants to hidden gems, Route 66 in Illinois offers a journey back in time. And history comes alive every day in Springfield, Illinois. It's interactive time travel fun for the entire family. For more about great getaway packages, call 800-545-7300 or go to visit-springfieldillinois.com. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. In our summer edition of the American Road Magazine, we featured an article about a brand new highway association. And we're always glad to let people know about these organizations because they are part of what keeps the memory alive about our great American highways. This new association is the Jefferson Highway Association. And with me right now is the president of that new association, Mike Conlon from Metairie. Am I pronouncing it properly? Louisiana? Pretty close. It's Metairie. Metairie. There we go. Thank you very much for joining us, Mike. Glad to have you here on American Road Trip Talk. I'm glad to be here, Foster. Now, Mike, first of all, tell us about what the Jefferson Highway is, because this is, at least for me, a a new highway to hear about. It is very similar to uh, the Lincoln Highway uh, in that it was created in the uh, 1915 era and ran till around the... uh, 1929 when they numbered all of the highways and the Jefferson Highway was a corridor that was designed to run north to south right down the middle of the continent Um, and the idea was to link the very northern part of the interior of the continent Minnesota and uh, Winnipeg Canada uh, all the way to New Orleans would generate uh, commerce in the winter people heading to New Orleans to get warm, and in the summer, <laughs> heading north to get cool. And uh, so they built the Jefferson Highway. It was an enormous task to do something like this. Um, coming from New Orleans, you'd have been going through some pretty, I'm going to guess, swampy kind of areas there, going up to some of the frozen areas in the north. I mean, how was this done? Who, What was the driving force? Who was the driving force behind getting this highway built? The, the main guy was a guy named Meredith. Um, from, I'm thinking St. Paul, Minnesota, but I'm <laughs> running off the top of my head here. Okay. And he sent out letters to uh, a lot of people expecting maybe to get 
50 to 100 people here for a meeting, and I think he got something like 1,200 people in New Orleans in 1915. Oh, my and, goodness. Uh, everybody wanted the, the Jefferson Highway to run through their town. They were lobbying and doing everything they could. <laughs> and uh, so if you ever see a map of the Jefferson Highway, you'll see where it actually runs in two different places. Uh, in one place it runs, uh, splits in Kansas City and goes down the Missouri side, and the Kansas side reconnects down at uh, Carthage or somewhere in that area. Mike Conlon, tell me, what was it that, that first sparked your interest in this? I'm a Canadian, and I immigrated to New Orleans with my wife and family, my wife being from here, about uh, 11 years ago. And completely culture shock. Homesick for, you know, the frozen north. Couldn't watch hockey, couldn't do anything that I wanted to do. And then I found out that... uh, Serious withdrawal. (laughs) Serious withdrawal, exactly. Imagine not being able to watch football. Um, One day I saw an article in the paper about Jefferson Highway, which is a street here in Metairie. And, you know, that's all everybody thought it was, was just a street in Metairie. Turns out it said that the Jefferson Highway used to be the nation's highway, that it used to extend from New Orleans to Winnipeg, Canada, and that there was a marker in downtown New Orleans. So I went, wow, this is like a direct link to my country. And I'm a map maker, and nobody knows about this. So it just became a hobby. Are there any uh, major um, north-south expressways that follow generally the Jefferson Highway? Highway 35 in Iowa. Uh, I don't even have the highway numbers on the map here. Well, that's all right. I, I don't. I don't need to go back to that. The point is that it right now there there isn't one highway that follows no. that path. Absolutely not. Um, in fact, it jogs all over the place. It jogs way, almost over to Dallas, Texas, wow. which is completely out of the way. But I think they did that because there was no road even constructed yet through Arkansas, which mm. is the normal. You know, you can go the Arkansas route because it became part of the Jefferson Highway. Um, about a year before they changed the name to a number. So yeah. the Jefferson Highway evolved as it, it as time went on. Yes, it did. Um, and there was actually a route proposed one time that went right through Little Rock, Arkansas, but uh, I don't think it was ever really considered part of the Jefferson Highway. I think the part through um, Arkansas was because, you know, it got to be part of the JH for about a year, but really... The part that goes through Texas was the first part. It finally did make its way to your homeland, I understand, then. Well, actually, uh, mile zero is in Winnipeg, Canada. So then it runs for about 60 miles, and then it hits the Canada-U.S. border. It reaches your homeland in Winnipeg, Canada, but it began way down south at what is now your new home in Louisiana. Flip it around. Oh, Winnipeg oh. is mile zero. And the end of the Jefferson Highway is in New Orleans. Now, but where did it begin construction? Oh, it, all over. Like, I think what they did is they <laughs> took whatever existing roads were already there. So, nice. Like, Iowa might have had some roads, and uh, Missouri had some roads, Kansas had some roads. And they said, well, look, we're going to make this the Jefferson Highway. And then I they just see. did it. You know, it was all just a patchwork of trails and roads. And then their big accomplishment was, I think, in 1925 or something like that, they had gravel on the whole 2,300 miles. Wow. They were very proud of that. 
That that was an incredible accomplishment to have gravel on the whole 2,300 miles going all yeah. the way from Louisiana to Winnipeg, which, as you said, is uh, actually mile marker zero, the beginning of the, the yep. Jefferson Highway. And then it wasn't too long after that. Uh, the year was uh, 1929, am I right, when the numbered highway right. system? Be? Yep. And it's a whole bunch of numbers. Now it's not a whole bunch of numbers. But it, so for that brief period of time between 1925 and 1929, it actually was the Jefferson Highway. Yes. We're talking with Mike Conlon, who is the president of the newly formed Jefferson Highway Association. You felt folks met in the spring of uh, 2011 to, to organize this. How did you gather together the people to form this association? Well, I had been meeting a lot of people via email over the years since I've been doing this. And we started, you know, just kind of promoting the idea of getting an association going probably a year ago and just using the people that I'd accumulated on my email list, found people that wanted to go to a meeting, and we went and um, into Kansas City. So you kind of picked a place in the, middle, in the middle of the highway. Yeah, Lee's, Lee's Summit, Missouri, actually which is a suburb, basically, of Kansas City now. Uh-huh. And uh, we all met there and elected a president and vice president, all that good stuff. Uh, we'd already written out a, a charter. We all signed it, and we're up and running. What is the goal of the organization now? What's your plan? I would like to see the Jefferson Highway have signage all the way from Winnipeg, Canada, to New Orleans. I'd like people to be able to get on that road, whether it's in the back road, middle of nowhere, and be able to follow it, the Jefferson Highway sign. Now, that is an almost impossible task. Ah, but, <laughs> I guarantee you. But when you look back at the construction of the Jefferson Highway, in 1925, there was 2,300 miles of gravel highway, which was remarkable exactly. at that time, from Winnipeg all the way down to Louisiana. That was pretty remarkable. I wouldn't put anything past you folks. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can probably do it all right. Um, but I don't think they have as much bureaucracy to deal with in 1923. It's going to be very difficult to get each each jurisdiction is going to have a different set of rules and applications and procedures. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's going to take a lot of time and a lot of effort. You want to hear a story about a Boy Scout that did it in his town? I'd love to. Well, there's a Boy Scout in Thief River Falls, Minnesota, who for his Eagle Scout project uh, remarked the telephone poles in for the Jefferson Highway in Thief River Falls, Minnesota. Wow. And I got pictures of it, and he's he got his, his uh, Eagle Scout. He's at the top of the line. <laughs> yeah. town now has the Jefferson Highway signs in it. Hey, let me wrap this up then, Mike, uh, by talking about uh, a goal that I understand that you have uh, coming up in, uh, I believe, it, is it uh, 2015 you have a plan to do something? Yeah, 2015. Uh, my plan is to organize a beginning in Winnipeg all the way to New Orleans sociability run, you know, for motorhomes, cars, motorcycles, for people that want to travel all the way from one end to the other, and it'll take a month at least Oh, do it. At least. So a sociability a sociability run is where just kind of like a whole pack of people get together yeah. in all these different kind of vehicles and make their yeah. way from Winnipeg all the way down to the end. Right. I visualize that it will probably be a core group of people who really want to go the whole way, and they will likely be joined by local people along the way, you sure. know, for a day trip or, uh, or uh, you know, maybe over weekend trip or something like that. Mm-hmm. 
and they'll be handed off to other people along the way, and the group will just move right on down. And then I want to see a big-time celebration in, in New Orleans. I, I think you can guarantee that that's going to happen. You have a, you were a man with a big vision. You've gotten together a remarkable organization for a highway, which we are just discovering was uh, an incredible corridor for commerce and for everything in the 1920s in the United States. Um, I wouldn't put it past you folks by 2015 to have one great sociability run going all 2,300 miles of the Jefferson Highway. Our congratulations to you from American Road Magazine for doing this. And, Mike, please keep us in touch as you progress in this. Mike Conlon, thank you so much, and congratulations to you and all the other people who have gotten together uh, to form the Jefferson Highway Association, and we look forward to following your adventures on American Highway. Thank you very much. This interview was brought to you by the Illinois National Heritage Corridor, which lies between Lake Michigan and the Illinois River. It's an outdoor recreational dream, beginning with miles of trails and waterways, stretching from suburban Chicago all the way to Starve Rock State Park. The Heritage Corridor has everything you're looking for in a weekend getaway or your next tour or meeting. You've been listening to another edition of American Road Trip Talk where we introduce you to the people and places behind the articles in American Road Magazine. Please subscribe to our regular podcast interviews through iTunes or your favorite podcast application. Visit us online at AmericanRoadMagazine.com for more information about the magazine, trip itinerary suggestions, fun contests, and a whole lot more. Until we meet again on the American Road, this is Foster Brown reminding you that the joy is in the journey.